Welcome back to the Sudesh podcast. Last chapter, we heard how Guru Arjan Dev Ji changed the name of a village from Pani to Chola Sahib, and how Guru Hargobin took off from Chola Sahib. Last episode ended with Guru Hargobin randomly stopping in the middle of nowhere and then bowing down. So that's how chapter 14 now begins, describing how Guru Hargobin dismounting at this place left everybody confused. They clasped their hands together and asked, What spot have you understood this as? You bow down here, you've taken a seat here. Whose spot is this associated with? What happened here? The ocean of compassion heard this and said, This is Guru Nanak Devji's spot. This village is called Pathe Vind. Many Bedi Khatris lived here. Guru Nanak Devji with Bala and Mardana came here. When the Bedis saw this, they began questioning and criticizing the Guru, saying, What have you done to the lineage of the Bedis? You're wearing this dress, this uniform of the fakirs, of the sadhus, the holy men. You've gone down the wrong path. And you want to place here now to live amongst our brothers? To spread your great hypocrisy? We, relatives of yours, will not let you stay here. Get out of here. Otherwise, we'll grab you and throw you out. Guru Nanak Dev Ji replied saying, We won't stay here just for a few days and then we'll go elsewhere. We left all this desire to be your relatives. What's the point in that? The Bedis heard this and were pissed off and they said, We know your tactics. And just staying here for a little bit and in meeting with other people, you'll win them over. And then they'll help you out. That's why we will get rid of you right away. We won't believe or have faith in anything you say. Listen to us. Get out of here right away. Otherwise, we'll grab you by the arm and chuck you out. At that point, the exalted Guru Nanak Dev Ji replied, You think of yourselves as a solid house, the foundation of your lineage? This is all false, and it will be ground down into the dirt. The village will be uprooted, and nobody will be even able to find it. In saying this, the treasure trove of virtue, Guru Nanak Dev Ji then traveled forward to deliver to his sixth great happiness. Some time passed. And within the village, such jealousy arose from everybody just fighting amongst themselves that they ended up leaving that area. And since that moment, this place has been deserted. When Guru Hargobind told the story, all the six hearing it bowed their head. They spent about 45 minutes here before heading back. They traveled about four kilometers forward. They reached a spot associated with Guru Arjun Dev Ji. And they dismounted there and they bowed down. So it was about four hours since sunrise, so it's around 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. They set up camp there. Guru Hargobind gave out the command to get food ready. Guru Hargobind, the one who takes away the arrogant intellect of everybody. They had a grand divan session there, a court session there. And at that point, Pana then asked a question saying, this village, it looks deserted. There's nothing around here at all. How is this spot associated with Guru Arjun Dev Ji? Hearing this, Guru Hargobind just turned to Bidichand and said, well, you were with Guru Arjun Dev Ji at that point, you tell everybody. Bidichan accepted this command and said, I was roaming around with Guru Arjun Dev Ji and we reached this spot. There were five of us, six, with the Guru Arjun Dev Ji. When we saw the Guru, when the Guru saw this spot, he sat down here. It was a winter season, so it was very cold. There were winds carrying clouds all around and our bodies, they were shivering. The five of us got together and did a request to the Guru saying, Guru Arjun Dev Ji, you should go to the nearby village. There you can spend the night in peace. Hearing our request, the Guru replied, we knowingly came to this far off place. We know that in that village nearby, there are some enemies. 
who are without any love in their heart. Understand them as greatly ignorant over there. We replied saying, well, we will find some place that we can rent out for the night. The true Guru said, first, you guys go, then come back after scoping it out. We accepted this command and we went to that nearby village. We saw beautiful houses there, but we didn't find any spot that would let us rest, not even to rent out for the night. Nobody sat us down there and gave us any respect. We came back and told the Guru about this. And at that moment, clouds, they set in, they poured down on us. At that point, Guru Arjan Dev Ji said, there is in this area one beloved Sikh of mine. I really want to stay with them. He has such love in his mind and his love is pulling me over there. So we all got up and headed in that direction where we saw this house that was just made out of grass, essentially, it was a hut. This great Sikh, this great saint, his name was Hema, who at all times recited the true name, Satanam. He had this ripped cloth as a shawl his heart was just drenched in love while he was milling flour and seeing a sick he would be so delighted and he would say the saints of Hari the divine are always blessed we went inside that hut of his Hema seeing us was so delighted he got up and he grasped the lotus like feet of the Guru he placed down his ripped shawl on the ground for the Guru to sit on he washed the Guru's lotus like jaran, lotus like feet then consumed some as a blessing in receiving the darshan, divine sight, he was so drenched in this bliss. He had some grain, which he then milled, and he made some food. He requested the Guru eat it. The Guru ate it, and then Hema fed all of us as well. He ate then the seed prasad, the leftover of Guru Arjan Dev Ji's food, as a blessing. He consumed it with such love. He was massaging the Guru's feet, singing the praise of the Guru, that he had been so graceful upon me. He was in such bliss and happiness. In looking at Hema's direction, Guru Arjan Dev Ji then recited a Shabad at that time. This is in Rag Suhi Mahalla Panjwa Kaar Chotha. Rag Suhi Mahalla Panjwa Kaar Chotha Ek Oankar Sadgur Prasad. That the one divine is realized through the Guru's grace. Pali Sohavi Chapari Jamahai Gunangai. A crude hut is great and glorious, which has the singing of the divine's virtues within it. What use is a mansion if within it Hari is forgotten? Reflect on this. Even in poverty there is great bliss. If within the sadhsang at the company of the holy, the divine comes to mind. Burn away all this bouginess, thinking of oneself as great, this engrossment. In the illusion of the world. Peace and peace, Oda Kamari, Sukha Manasanto Kai. Even if grinding grain and wearing a coarse blanket, the mind can still experience great happiness and contentment. Such a kingdom, wealth, status is of no use where one is never satisfied. Even if one is roaming around naked, if one is absorbed in the color, the love of the one, they receive such glory and praise. Silk and satin clothing are just useless if they enhance engrossment in greed. 
but everything is in your hand, O Divine. You yourself cause and do everything. O Nanak, may I receive this gift that with every breath I remain in remembrance of you. So this full Shabbat is within this text and this is why Guru Arjan Dev Ji recited when looking at Hema. There was a great minister of the Emperor Jahangir who had control of a village named Kanpura. That village by a curse of the Guru was uprooted and this is how it was after it was emptied. This is where Guru Arjan Dev Ji was with Hema. The text continues, where the saints of the Guru do not receive respect, understand that village as a cemetery. Guru Arjan Dev Ji spent many days here. He saw Hema's life was nearing its end. And with great ease, Hema left his body made out of the five elements. And this fortunate one, Hema, he arrived in the realm of the Guru in the afterlife. Guru Arjan Dev Ji himself performed the funeral rites before heading back to their home. Bidichan continues saying, Listen, Panna, this is a wondrous story of the Guru. From that time, the spot has become pure. Everybody heard this and bowed their head down. Guru Hargobind was so delighted in hearing this story. They then requested the food and they ate it. They rested there for the early afternoon in the typical siesta napping fashion before then getting up, readying themselves when there was about three hours left before sunset. Guru Hargobind understood that Pai Gurdas's life was now nearing. And so he called for his horse before mounting up and headed towards Govanwal Sahib. The entire family was with the Guru. They got there with about an hour and a half left now before sunset and they set up their tents near the Bauli Sahib. They bowed down before heading into the residence where they all bowed down there to the spots associated with Guru Amardashi. Guru Hargobind then went back to his encampment and Sundar and Paramanand both who were descendants of Guru Amar Dashi. Both of them came down to bow down to Guru Hargobin at the encampment and then sat down beside the Guru. They ate dinner for the night and then rested. The next morning, Guru Hargobin got up with about four hours left before sunrise. At that point, Pai Guru Das cast his hands together, approaching the Guru. He said, Guru Hargobin, I've understood that the end of my life has arrived. Hearing this, Guru Hargobind took Pai Gurda, Sundar, Paramanan together and they went to bathe before then sitting down and listening to the Asadivar that was being recited. Then Pai Gurda did a request saying, The end of my life is approaching quickly. Please place my ashes within the river Bias. Please do not make any memorial spot for me. Listening to this, Guru Hargobind said, As you wish. And at this point, Pai Gurda's mind just went totally still. He'd recited Japji Sahib, Sukhumani Sahib as well, before then bowing down and focusing his contemplation upon the Guru. Ready and like the moon, Guru Hargobind then said, Blessed is your life and you coming into this world. Your praise will be spread across the entire world. You have traveled the highest path in this life and now are headed to the afterlife. Your name will forever remain in the world. Those who know it will beautifully understand the path of the Guru. Pai Gurdas, hearing the Guru's words, bowed down and then covered his face with a sheet. Without any delay, without any pain, he reached the realm of the Guru in the afterlife, the great Sikh of the Guru, Pai Gurdas. Guru Hargobind just remained there watching Pai Gurdas pass away, thinking that Pai Gurdas is just so blessed. Asadivad was completed and everybody clasped their hands together and bowed down. They began then the 
preparations for the funeral rites. They requested and called for all the materials they would need for it. Fatna and others got up to get the supplies. They brought with them expensive sheets to place on top of Pai Gurdas. Surajmal was there with a whisk, waving it over Pai Gurdashi's body, along with greatly blowing a conch horn. As they traveled forward with the body in front of everybody, they were Rababi singing Kirtan. They got to the riverbank of Bias. They rained down flowers on everybody there and placed the body on a funeral pyre. Guru Hargobind with his own hands lit the funeral pyre. And to everybody's best ability, they performed all the rites there. Everybody was performing the funeral rites and then bathed in the river. They did uh, Tilanjal, mixing some sesame oil with water, pouring it out as part of the funeral rites. They finished the Shabbats for that jonki, the specific set of Shabbats to be recited at that time of day. And then an Ardas was performed that Pai Gurdashi reached the realm of the Guru in the afterlife. Prashad was distributed and everybody was speaking of the great virtues of Pai Gurdas as they headed back to their house. Everyone back in Govindaval Sahib got together and came to meet with the Guru. Sitting with the Guru, they were speaking about Pai Gurdas. On the fourth day, they went to pick up the bones from the funeral pyre and place the ashes and bones within the Bias River. They bathed at Baldi Sahib in Govanwal. Everybody worshipped this asthan, this spot before then, quickly mounting up on their horses and traveling back to Amritsar. That's how chapter 14 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear about the Mariada, the tradition that Guru Hargobind started in relation to the passing of a Sikh and how they meet with a sadhu, a holy man named Jalan. And that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Shut up, Shut up.